0: Trolls, Ents, Eagles, Creatures of Middle-Earth. No fantasy universe is complete without a menagerie of creatures and species to populate it, and Tolkien's Legendarium is no different. From the large, lumbering servants of evil, to the soaring, majestic creatures of the sky, there are a great number of fantastical species to explore. While we won't go over all of them in this video, and others have already been discussed in prior videos, this should serve as an interesting overview of the creatures of Middle-earth. First, we have trolls. Trolls were first created by Morgoth during the First Age, around the same time as orcs. Their exact origin is unknown to us, although Treebeard the Ent stated that trolls were made in mockery of Ents, much like orcs were made in mockery of Elves. Whether this means trolls are actually corrupted versions of Ents is unclear, but they do possess immense strength and size. Morgoth used trolls throughout his battles, but much like the rest of his armies, most were wiped out during the War of Wrath. Some survived, however, and either roamed the mountains or caves of Middle-earth, or ended up serving Sauron in his army. Aside from their limited intellect, their major drawback is that they cannot endure sunlight, much like most orcs. During the Third Age, Sauron created a new breed of trolls, more powerful, and capable of enduring sunlight without turning to stone. Speaking of Ents, the Ents were created during some of the earliest days of Arda, as a request by the Vala Yavanna. Since Eru Iluvatar had given life to dwarves, and they were prone to cutting down trees, she asked Eru to give life to something to protect the growing things. Thus, Eru created the Ents, and they became shepherds of the trees, to protect them from dwarves, orcs, and other dangers. Ents are around fourteen feet tall, with very thick skin resembling bark, and often look like the trees they were protecting. They possess great strength, stronger than trolls, but were very slow and deliberate in thought. The early elves began conversing with the Ents, giving them a desire to speak and teaching them elvish. Later the Ents developed their own language, Entish, as well as gained knowledge of other languages. Originally, there were both Ents and Entwives, but the Entwives slowly started to move away from the great forests of the Ents because they preferred to look after smaller plants. They later taught men agriculture, but in time, because of wars and other events, the separation between the Ents and the Entwives greatened. The gardens of the Entwives were destroyed by Sauron, and they seemingly disappeared. The Ents sing of the day when they will be reunited. The Mumakul, also called Oliphants by hobbits, are enormous animals resembling elephants that lived in the far south of Middle-earth. They inhabited the jungles and were eventually tamed by the Haradrim of the south to be used as massive war beasts. The Haradrim would strap large structures to the back of the Oliphants and send them charging into battle with archers and spearmen on top. The enraged Oliphants, with their gigantic bodies and thick skin, were a tremendously vicious force on the battlefield, and the only known way to kill them would be to shoot them in the eye. As this would place an archer directly in the warpath, this is a highly suicidal task. The Oliphant's most important battle was at the Pelennor Fields during the War of the Ring, where they were eventually all slain. Spiders are another creature that appear drastically larger in the Legendarium. The first spider was known as Ungoliant, although she was originally some form of a great spirit, of unknown appearance. She came to Arda and dwelt where the shadows were the deepest, both hating light and hungering for it. She eventually took the form of a monstrous spider, and helped Melkor destroy the two trees of Valinor. After attacking Melkor for his betrayal, the Balrogs attacked her and she fled to the far south of Arda. Before doing so, however, she managed to infest many parts of Middle-earth with her offspring, who also took the forms of great spiders. The most notable of these lived on the borders of Mordor, and was known as Shelob. Shelob inhabited a series of tunnels near kirith Ungol, meaning spiders cleft. Shelob feasted on many orcs of Mordor, as well as anyone else foolish enough to come near. Sauron and Shelob understood one another, and Sauron would occasionally send her prisoners to feed upon in exchange for her securing the pass from any intruders. Somehow, Gollum managed to communicate with her while he was in Mordor, and promised to bring her food if she released him. Later, Gollum led the hobbits Frodo Baggins and Samwise Gamgee to Shelob's lair, where she attacked them. Amazingly, Samwise managed to fight back against the Great Spider, injuring her and causing her to flee. Years prior... Bilbo Baggins and Thorin's company encountered many of Shelob's offspring in Mirkwood Forest on their way to Erebor. Aside from the obvious size difference, the other notable difference between great spiders and normal spiders is that Ungoliant's spawn appear to have a stinger that can paralyze a victim. On the opposite end of the spectrum are the great eagles. The eagles were large flying servants of the Valamanwe, who likely had an origin very similar to the Ents. The eagles served as messengers and spies, to keep an eye on Morgoth and Sauron, and to occasionally assist the elves and the Maiar. During the First Age, they helped the elves during various encounters, and carried Fingolfin's body away after his duel with Morgoth. Most notably, they assisted in the War of Wrath, to help battle against the winged dragons. During the Second Age, many eagles lived on the island of Numenor, and even in the capital city until the Numenorians became hostile to the Valar and removed them. In the Third Age, a colony of eagles lived in the northern parts of the Misty Mountains, and would occasionally disrupt the orcs of Goblin Town. These eagles would also later rescue Thorin and company after their encounter in Goblin Town. They would go on to assist them in the Battle of Five Armies, being essential to them winning the battle. Several eagles also carried Frodo and Sam away from Mount Doom after the destruction of the One Ring. One of the odder creatures in Middle-earth is the werewolf. Werewolves were created or corrupted by Sauron, who could also take their form, and were present mostly during the First Age, although they were apparently in Sauron's armies during the War of the Ring. Werewolves were intelligent and ferocious, capable of killing many men with their fangs and claws. Werewolves notably tie into the story of Baron and Luthien, and will be discussed further in that video. A possible offspring of the first werewolf might be wargs, great evil wolves that orcs of the Misty Mountains would often use as mounts. Wargs were sentient and had their own language. Both Thorin and Company and the Fellowship of the Ring would end up being attacked by groups of wargs during their quests, and wargs are present during the Battle of Five Armies. Perhaps some of the strangest creatures existing in the legendarium are the nameless things living in the very depths of the Misty Mountains. Their origin is completely unknown and Gandalf claims they are older even than Sauron, and he knows them not. According to him, they exist far below the deepest delvings of dwarves, and spend their time gnawing on the world. Their nature beyond this is unclear, and Gandalf was very reluctant to speak about them, so it seems there is still some mystery left in Middle-earth. The Watcher in the Water that attacked the Fellowship of the Ring is possibly one of these nameless things that came to the surface. Again, this is not every creature inhabiting Middle-earth, but these are the ones I thought notable to mention in this video. I hope that once again this shows the depth of Tolkien's imagination and sense of wonder. Between walking trees and giant spiders, Tolkien's ability to blend incredible stories with creations fit for dreams has been a large part of his tremendous legacy.